This is John, who plays Diego, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Die by the Sword podcast. Uh, I want to give a shout out to the guys over at Midnight Syndicate. You can check out their music over at midnightsyndicate.com. And we'd also like to thank Sword Coast Soundscapes for the wonderful ambient sounds you hear throughout the podcast. You can check them out at youtube.com slash swordcoastsoundscapes. And you can check out our website at diebythesword.podcast.com. You can connect to everybody in the community on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to find us. And you can also contact us at diebythesword.podcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to leave a great review wherever you listen to us. Now, let's get into this episode. notice anything different nah i can see your ears (laughs) (laughs) yeah first haircut of the uh well the pandemic it's been probably a year and almost a year and a half i think since i got my haircut i could not cool that long i'm sitting on a year are you okay i didn't make that is did did you get it cut by someone you know or they've gone to before is this was it was it rachel maddow's barber (laughs) Uh, it was not but it was uh it was somebody i know um it was the i think i talked about it before the the because i was when i was talking about growing my hair long i was complaining about the mexican barbershop that i just found that i liked that's not too far from my house and that's where i went i returned and uh that's where i got my hair cut i went in and the lady who cut my hair she's like i remember you and she's she's like it's been so long it's like yeah it has and she didn't want to cut my hair at first. She was like, "It, you know, it's so nice and long and, and pretty. What, you sure you want to get it cut?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it's time." Yeah, your hair was super long. Yeah, it's super pretty. <laughs> it was super long. Uh, I don't think you guys had ever really seen me, uh, Keith or John, because I normally wore my hair fairly short-ish. You know, like before the pandemic. So I don't think you guys ever saw me with like fairly short hair. No, that always a long hair. So this is quite a radical change for us. Yeah. Even today, I didn't really style it too much, but you know, cause uh, I was working from home, but you know, the image you have for the cast image in the, on the website has you with short hair. Oh yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. That's, that's my normal style or was she, she was, she left it a bit long on top where she was like, I'm going to style you up. She's like, I want you to. She's like, I want you to go home. I want you to impress your wife with this new haircut. And she styled it and it was all cool that day. And I haven't been able to quite style it in the same since. <laughs> Dude, that always happens. They do something Man. really cool with it. And you're like, this is amazing. And yeah. then you try to do it yourself. You can't do it. Oh, right? I've never, never, ever left a barber happy. Man. Well, I was so happy then. And then, you know, the next day I was like, okay, let me get this. Let me get this down. I was like, nope. I've been trying different style, different ways ever since. I'm like, can't quite get it. I'm going to go back and see what's what. But one of the funny things she did to me, because it's like a full service barbershop, which I'm not, I hadn't been used to until I went there and they can't quite do all their full service, I guess, because pandemic still. Uh, So I didn't get like the hair washing and like the massage thing going. But she's like, you know what I'm going to do for you? She's like, last time you were here, did I do your nose? And I'm like, (laughs) no. And she's like, I'm going to do your nose. She's like, really impress your wife. And I was like, 
uh, is it going to hurt? And she's like, yeah, but you can handle it. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, man. She's like, just sit back. So she heats up these two little sticks with wax on the end and shoves them right up my nose. And she's like, you okay? And I was like, COVID test. <laughs> yeah. That's why I said, I go, it's slightly less painful than a COVID test so far. She's like, oh, just wait. <laughs> and then? So, man. And then she's like, a few minutes later, once it, you know, had dried, she's like, you ready? And I'm like, mm. <laughs> and she's like, you're ready. And she's like, pow, pow. Just real quick with both of them. And man, I was like, that hurt pretty bad, but I didn't have time to really react. And she's like, oh, okay. She's like, you still got a little bit of the wax there. It's, you know, a couple of stray hairs there. She's like, let me grab the tweezers. And she's like, click, 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 click. And that hurt so bad. And she's like, oh, you're crying. Because I had like <laughs> water, my eyes were watering and kind of leaked out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's crying. You yeah. just yeah, right? described crying. Right. Definitely, definitely crying. I, I mean, yeah. Every time I've done a COVID test so far, I've been crying. <laughs> Same. Or I've sneezed uh, immediately after. I mean, uh, my my hair person does not do this kind of stuff. I don't. You know, I, I I'm apparently going to a very low budget one. Right. <laughs> I don't get no full yeah. service. I get a haircut. I don't get first full service. Yeah, no, no <laughs> massage, no nothing. <laughs> well, that's what I was used to before. Was just the straight up haircut and then. Get in, get the hell out. But yeah, this is a uh, pretty nice. I so, dipped uh, my nostrils all close to the camera to show you guys, but they are super man, clean. That's clean, clean. Look at yeah. that. <laughs> so, what's a Mexican barber? I mean, just it's just a, a Mexicano run barbershop with all the, I think not quite all of them, but almost everybody in there that's cutting hair. And there's like quite a few stations. Like it has like little, a couple of rental stations too. Um, they're all Mexicanos and everybody that goes there pretty much is uh, either, either, either almost all of them are Mexicanos that I saw. I did see a couple of white dudes in there and a few black dudes in there too. And uh, it was funny because the, these, the two black dudes are talking and they're like, man, I can't believe we've had such a good barbershop. And they're like, you don't find that in this side of town. And the guy's like, oh no. He's like, well, you have to go like a uh, three or four miles over, you know, to the east of us if you want to try to find something like this. But he's like, it's great. This place is here or whatever. Philip, I have to take you in there. Okay. Um, yeah, you can get your nose waxed. Yeah. Awesome. Right. <laughs> can we get video? I mean, we want video for the next time. But man, we, like, we she can put did it on it our like, YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, she trimmed up the beard. She tri- she like took the straight edge razor and was just like getting all in, like all lined me up in the back and the sides and everything. It was crazy. We can make a day of beauty out of it. I mean, a day of handsome out of it. Oh, and they'll give you, you, you know, when you go there, she's like, you want to, you want a beer or something? She's like, you, you want to drink? I'm like, why not? If you're going to rip things out of my nose, yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm a yes on that. <laughs> yeah, if you're ripping stuff out of my nose, definitely. Uh, yeah, I will agree with you. I've got my uh, eyebrows waxed a couple of times and the actual waxing is not that bad. But when they go, okay, let me, let me just like line them up and they get the, tweezers out and start doing that and i'm like okay you were supposed to wax this why are you going so ham with the damn tweezers like you haven't stopped for like 10 minutes and i'm about to cry stop it wait what what exactly are they doing with the tweezers they're trying to like line it up strays yeah 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 so they're trying to make a line but they just like go ham and they're like plucking you like crazy and i'm like that was the point of the wax part 
to take <laughs> yeah. off the hair there. Why are you still? Why are you still going? Oh, dudes, I'm a little old Irishman. I don't have that many, much eyebrow. We can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> I remember my mom doing that. She would just be there plucking on her own face. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate that feeling. It's terrible. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, no. I tried it because I've got plenty to experiment with. Um, and it is not a fun feeling. No, thank you. Although John does have his one that's like three inches long. <laughs> I'm saving that for later. Shh. <laughs> I do remember. Unfortunately, I, I do feel bad about it, but we, we we goofed on this one kid in high school about his unibrow. And then the next day he came back to school and there was a perfectly razor shaped like where he shaved just right down the middle of his forehead. And I was like, Ugh. and now he plays basketball. <laughs> yeah. Now he can beat you up. <laughs> well, a lot of my friends and family have, well, pretty much a close unibrow. So <laughs> oh yeah. Same. It happens. Mine do not. Um, in my family, I took after my dad's side of the family, which is pretty far up into the uh, United Kingdom. And um, so, yeah, I didn't don't have that. (laughs) (laughs) According to my ancestry DNA stuff, I'm the white boy of any family. (laughs) Oh, did you get yours? I did both the ancestry DNA and the 23 and me just see if they're different. They're pretty much telling me I am as white as possible. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a blank white sheet of paper. Right. (laughs) I mean, the Ancestry one at least breaks it down a little bit more, but the 23andMe one... Uh, it's probably like mine says no melanin. Mine says I'm 99.8% European, uh, with 84.9% of that being British and Irish. What is the other per- other percent? 14.8% French and German. There's the O. Oh, that's... No. Further north than me. You got your last name from 14%. That's wild. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then 0.1% of broadly Northwestern European, and then 0.2% of Trace ancestry. Just It just says Trace? Well, it breaks it down into Iranian, Caucasian, and Mesopotamian. Ooh, that Mesopotamian, mean, though. <laughs> that's where we came from, though, right? Right. And then the... Ancestry one breaks it down a little bit more and says 53% England and Northwestern Europe, 21% Scotland, uh, 15% Wales, 6% Ireland, 5% Sweden. I'm from North Kiltown. (laughs) (laughs) No, John's from North Kiltown. Oh, yeah. Pretty much, yes. Uh, mine is very similar. Um, I am 86% the UK and this little bitty teeny spot on France <laughs> and Ireland. <laughs> Do we ever break down mine? Because it's not a surprise. It's like 51% indigenous and then the rest, uh, most of the rest is, is Europe, which is yeah. right on oh, it. Yeah. But I've got some Italian, John. Hey, there you go. 2% Italian. And then uh, the Middle East came up. uh, Northern India came up. Hmm. And then uh, Cameroon came up. Cameroon. Cool. 
You mean my most odd one is Norway. Is it related to BB? I don't think so. But yes. <laughs> you could be BB. You may be BB's cousin. Distant cousin. There's only two percent. Real distant. Uh I've got like two percent from Norway. And I'm like, that's weird. <laughs> See, the, the the Swedish one threw me for a while because I I don't know that I I've traced anything back to Sweden, but with my last name being very German, you know that whole Germanic area is part of you know Scandinavia as well. Well, maybe the German there was a German invasion of England because I think there was. Right? Yes. Many times. And they just liked it so much they stayed. It became English. That is how it came about. Yes. Uh, English is very Germanic. It is not a romance language. Oh, nope. no, definitely it's Germanic. Germanic. But I was I was surprised to learn that Romanian is a romance language. Hence the name. Right. <laughs> I thought it it would be closer to uh, to, you know, Russian. That's good old Cyrillic. Alphabet languages. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of other languages, <laughs> are we going to speak in tongues? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> uh, Pathfinder has some other languages, and that's the game we're here to play. Oh, that okay. was a, the worst segue ever. Well, I was trying to figure out how to get that in. You. I like the, how you went the, the other languages because the two guys that we met. Yeah, they were speaking in a language that you oh, okay. didn't know. All right. I'm, I'm piecing it together. <laughs> it, it was a wild segue, but it made it around. <laughs> but yeah. don't ask me anything else about what happened last week. Cause... <laughs> <laughs> we were drinking. <laughs> Scene <Yeah>. missing. <laughs> so it's been uh, I, like, what, two weeks since we recorded? last yes something like that Uh, because of a deluge because in our (laughs) our drunken stupor we were like hey we'll go long and then we went too long so we're splitting that and we split that into two episodes (laughs) so this is our first time back together since that fateful night of all of the shots (laughs) yeah i didn't know the uh i'd regain health but lose memory. I didn't know it was the monkey's paw type of situation. With the shots. I mean, magic is a trade-off. Yeah. yeah. Gotta love those side effects. Magic always has a price. Just to get an idea of how much memory loss there was. Who remembers what happened in those two episodes? We beat up some innocent goblins. We tried not to, but it, it, but they it didn't work. Kind of, they were we shadow didn't, people. We didn't beat up all of them. I mean, you killed one of them and he burst into a bright light. He did it to himself. He he held his own knife. It wasn't us. <laughs> and then Ginny uh, communicated. Firework was playing. Ginny <laughs> communicated with the other one after you tied the other two up. That is absolutely that. right. And uh, that just reminded me that I got a Harrow card from that. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. I did not remember the Harrow card. What, what did it say? <laughs> It, it was the hidden truth Harold card, and he looked like the guy from Labyrinth. He looked like a man. Bird, bird on his head. Oh, that's right. Yep. And then we found the guy reading the uh, Goblin Hustler. Right. <laughs> oh, we need to read that. 
<laughs> for the articles. For the articles. For the articles. For the articles. <laughs> articles, people. Articles. Articles. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Y'all found him uh, and then ended up fighting with him a bit. Uh, and some burning lady showed up. Yep. This little lady comes strolling in looking all beautiful and stuff and then she basically turns into a ball of fire. Oh yeah. Yeah. She uh she was not very nice. She was nice to look at. <laughs> well, for a while. <laughs> I mean she was pretty hot. No doubt about it. But um until she had, you know, the long fangs and the big claws and you know I mean skin melting. I'm into I was, that. So. I was kinda digging the fangs, you know. <laughs> Like it when they bite. Mm-hmm. Thanks <laughs> for the memories. <laughs> so. That should be the title of one of the episodes we recorded. <laughs> Thanks for the memories. <laughs> Try to remember that. Uh, that would probably be 101, since that second half was more fighting her, I would say. Yeah. So y'all fought them, and that combat took like three hours because we kept doing the potions and healing ourselves and regaining spell slots or redoing saves or whatever we're doing with those potions. I think I'm out doubly, you know, a double max at my hit points right now. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, No, (laughs) you didn't gain any extra hit points from it. (laughs) That's one thing I do remember is at the end of the night, we were just like, well, might as well take a couple of shots and get that, get all our hit points back. If I did, if we did that, I didn't heal myself. I'm still down about twenty. <laughs> I'm not surprised that you would have forgotten, <laughs> but we, we were doing it. <laughs> you know, I did tell y'all that that was if you wanted to do it, that was your chance to to heal back up. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'm I'm gonna fix my hit points then, and then hilarity <laughs> ensued. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we only sat around for another like hour after that, talking about yeah. nonsense. So, <laughs> so with that in mind, what are y'all doing now? Reading, because it's fundamental. <laughs> yes. Also, looting, because that's fundamental. Reading and looting, yes. Okay, who's doing what first? Well, the one lady is still alive, isn't she? But no, she did. She did. She got an X on her, so she did. Oh, we did kill her. Oh, this one? That's me. <laughs> That's Jenny. Oh. Don't kill Jenny. <laughs> he, cha- he changed her little picture. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Remember, if it's a circle, it's you guys. If it's a square, it's a bad guy. <laughs> oh. I'm really bad with basic shapes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah, let's loot them. Uh, I will uh, do the good old detect magic well you just so happen to detect magic sweet from who from both of them what about that book is it glowing yes yes you don't know yes it is Ooh, it's a magical book so what do we find on these people so on these people uh, you find a cloak of protection plus one. You find a ring of swimming. Okay. Interesting. A plus one scimitar. 
bracers of armor plus two. Ooh, I'll take that. And a wand of chill touch with 15 charges. Uh, rewind. I don't need the bracers of armor. I just realized I have bracers of armor plus two already. Uh, so. I don't. Take some. They're handy. Anything to buff up a sorcerer. What about that cloak? Who can wear the cloak? Cabal. Yeah, I've been wearing a cloak of resistance right now. Yeah, I was looking to see if I have, if I'm wearing anything like that so far. Yeah, I'm wearing a cloak of resistance too. Yeah, it looks like I just have a mithril chain shirt right now. Okay, put on so that. Put on you that. Can put on a cloak. Heck yeah! All right, I'll take that then. And then it was a, a wand of frost touch or chill touch. Chill, chill, chill touch. touch. Yep. Which I know in. Uh, 5e chill touch is neither chill nor touch right 5e is necrotic damage yes and you said 14 charges 15 15 15 charges so in this one it's negative energy damage ooh Mm -hmm. which is kind of well I guess it's not exactly the same yeah touch from your hand or the wand uh, which glows with blue energy disrupts the life force of living creatures. Each touch channels negative energy that deals 1d6 points of damage. You said living creatures, right? Yes, because undead creatures can be healed with negative energy. <laughs> Let's not do that. <laughs> okay. So that's all the stuff you find on them. I mean, she's not really carrying much because you know, she burst into flames. So it's mostly on him. You found stuff. We do need to check out his book, though. Yes. So the book that he has is relatively large. It weighs about 10 pounds, has probably about 500 pages, and the cover of it has a large inset crystal and a series of metal insect-like clasps along the edges to lock it. So this book is locked right now. Currently, yes. Does it have a title of any kind? Um, it does. But what languages do y'all speak? Kitty. In <laughs> common. <laughs> you said the braces of armors were plus two. Yes. Yes. Um, I speak. So many languages, you guys. No, I speak Islanti, Varesian, and Common. It's none of those. Uh, I do speak Catfolk as well as Common. Um, I do uh, Abyssal, Infernal, Common, and Celestial. Or less Celestial. It's none of those. I just got Common. <laughs> The language we are looking for is Aklo. Oh, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Who speaks Aklo? It's like, uh, take this time for our sponsor, Duolingo. If you want to <laughs> learn a new language, <laughs> you too can learn Aklo. In just five minutes a day, right. you too can speak Aklo. Uh, so yeah, so none of you readily speak the language, 
I will allow y'all if you have linguistics to make your linguistics check. Ooh. Nope, I don't have it. I do not. I do. Ooh, get a Jenny. Uh oh. I don't. <laughs> that is a five. Yeah, you you don't know. Okay, well, we can put it in the bag and read it again tomorrow. Or I can take 10, 15, 20, 30. What can I take? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Give me something. <laughs> uh, what is your linguistics bonus? Plus two. Yeah, you'd need to take 20. All right, I'm going to take 20. Do so we have time to take 20? Well, so you're no. sitting on the rock studying it when four adventurers come in and start plunking <laughs> arrows at you. Right. <laughs> and the cycle starts again. Um, I would say if you do want to sit there and try to read through this down here, um, you can definitely try to do that. You just may not be alone. Ooh, spooky. I would say put that book into our little nifty bag. Yeah, maybe we can do it when we rest. What languages does your Triceratops speak? Uh, it speaks um, French and Romanian. Uh, oh. The romance languages. I was hoping that it would, yeah. It's a Romancertops. In order for it for one of the dinosaurs to be able to speak it, it would have to be an Aklosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know his life. What if he was raised by Aklos? <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, as you guys are looking around down here, uh, you do see that, you know, this part of the cavern, you've got this large mound here with these dead trees on them that are basically petrified at this point. You've got that altar stone that the uh, the ghoul was sitting on. You've got this kind of flooded area down here. And then looks like there's four different pathways from here that you could go. Um, the ones to the, the north and the west all have these bars blocking them. The one to the south is open. So bars like just straight up like not a gate nothing that could be unlocked it's just regular bars there's like iron bars that somebody like man-made put in here to stop people from going down these tunnels it's one of those moments where in the the book it says the continuation these tunnels will go into the underdark and that goes out of the purview of this book gotcha so don't go under under the underdark so so don't go in the underdark (laughs) (laughs) because then you'll get lost and fight things that are in the dark all right, so there's there looks to be then just one since what one like logical way out, right? Yeah, you can either go back to the way that you came through, or you can go down this little uh, south um, southeastern path. Path. All right, I guess let's uh, go. You guys want to go down that path? Southeastern can... sounds good. All right, so I'll move slow and stealth through and check for traps as we go along. Okay. Uh, good because I have just low light vision, so. Oh yeah, somebody hold Diego. <laughs> I have I have no. Oh, and Ginny. <laughs> yeah. All right, you get one. I get the other. Right. Can I hold your tail, Diego? <laughs> All right. Uh, so as you you make your way around here, um, with Chaubert's dark vision, 
He can start to see that this part of the cavern contains what looks to have been a campsite set up for five. Uh, judging by the number of bed rolls and stuff along the walls. There are a few shelves down here with scattered books on them. There's a, an old fire pit and even a like a makeshift wooden table. He also sees toward the center of the campsite several dead bodies and this skeletal figure with like leather shreds of leathery flesh clinging to its skeletal form with these glowing red eyes that look like little mini fireballs for eyes <laughs> that does not sound good all right so i guess i will in the quietest tone i can relay to them do i do i know what it is is there a check that i can make to, to tell what it is be a knowledge religion so i don't know what it is <laughs> um, knowledge religion you said well i'm I, yeah i'll relay it to you and 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 let you know what it is i guess and, and tell you about the skeletal figure with these glowing eyes i got a 14 which isn't super from the description diego got a 16 16 and what cabal get? um 28 28 oh. there we go <clears throat> see cabals so. on my wavelength <laughs> yeah I have, I have a plus 10 in knowledge religion so everyone everyone's sitting here like sounds like some sort of skeleton with like fireball eyes and something like yes that that's the description that you just gave Cabal's like i speak chabert <laughs> <laughs> so cabal is able to go through his knowledge of undead especially with as much as he hates the undead and remember that there's this undead creature known as a crypt thing mm. The classic oh, crypt kiddies. thing, right? <laughs> uh, so it is similar to like a skeleton, but it does have some special abilities to it, and it's kind of got stronger uh, resistances. Of course, it does. Uh-huh. And that's really what, what was your total again? Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. All right. With mm-hmm. the twenty-eight, you know that one of its special abilities is if it can lock eyes with you it could potentially teleport you away oh i thought that was going somewhere else oh, oh. <laughs> hungry eyes <laughs> from across the bar you lock eyes <laughs> so he can make eye contact and you gone sounds like it so how <laughs> Diego, do you do blind fighting no I know. Every time it looks at you, you just have to look look down and look away. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> real awkward. It's basically me in a social situation. <laughs> Diego's gonna fight by sense of smell. Yeah. Oh yeah. I can't wait to see that. Catnip. He's, that a, way. he's over there fighting like a dead corpse on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. <laughs> um. So as you're sitting here discussing what you think this thing is, it senses you, raises its eyes up towards you, and we're rolling for initiative. But I was all stealth and everything. Oh. 
All right, ready for those initiatives. Cabal. Ten. Ten. Chaubert. Twenty-one. One. Diego. Sixteen. Sixteen. Jenny. Nine. Nine. I said nine. But I said nine. All right. We are starting things off with Chaubert. So, I guess Chaubert will charge in to here. Bye. <laughs> oh, you can't see me anymore. <laughs> you see you me gone. You gone, man. <laughs> you just went off into the darkness. Bye. And uh, he will use his, the Wand of Acid and try to shoot the thing. Okay. So, use magic device. Magic device first, and that is 23. Hey, that actually goes off that time. Bam. Okay, so then do I have to roll the hit, or what I do after that? And then it's as if you are using the spell. So let me look up use magic device. Oh, okay. Dang. Oh, oh, wait, acid I mean, splash. Acid splash. Here, I'll write, make sure to write it down this time. Wait, it doesn't look like it was, there is. I thought it was acid arrow. It's oh. acid arrow. That's a huge difference. Yeah. Okay. Acid arrow. Uh, blah, blah, blah. You make a ranged touch attack. So it'd be your base attack bonus plus your dexterity. And you are trying to beat my touch AC. All right. Uh, 14. That's a hit. <laughs> All right. So then you will roll 2d4 points of acid damage. And also a sneak attack, right? Or no? Because I did my little charge thing. I am not sure how sneak attack works on a magical device. Also also ranged, right? Yeah. Oh, I get sneak attack on ranged. Because I do it on my... Well, yeah, you can hide and shoot an arrow. Okay. Uh, so it is on spells that require, like using the wands, spells that require an attack roll like this one, uh, you can do a sneak attack. Ooh, all right. And I almost forgot. Oh, yeah. So there we go. So that's 13 points of damage. 13 points of damage. Okay. It took that damage. Anything else from Chaubert? That's gonna be it. Okay, and it is this creature's turn. Ah, oh, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see, what does he want to do? Try and keep can keep your head down. Don't look what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> Chew gaze for a little bit here. <laughs> okay. So, what you see is this thing basically like just teleports right in front of you from where he was standing. And he quickly moves up and uses both claw attacks on you. So 22 for the first hit. That is a tie. 
five points of damage. Okay. And then the second attack is a 21. Uh, okay. So only one hits for now. <laughs> we do have a pattern of, of fighting things that have bite, claw, claw. Yeah. But I guess this one doesn't have a bite, so it's just claw, claw. It's just claw, claw. <laughs> uh, so also... As it gets closer to you, the look like this thing's eyes are so menacing. I need you to make a will save. <gasps> oh no! Oh, 20. Not natural. All right. It's kind of terrifying, but you shake off any uh, fear effect. Just didn't even pee my pants yet. Look, look at Joe Bear making saves now. Yeah, look at yeah, it. Look at that. He's a, he's a new man. <laughs> Did you get new dice after episode 100? I did not. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I do have that cloak. I think that's what really helps over here. Ah, there you go. All right, that'll bring us to Diego. Diego can't see. Uh, <laughs> um, hmm. Follow the sound of my voice. <laughs> sure. Well, you should be at... Can he see... Is it so menacing that he could see the thing's eyes through the darkness? To know a general direction of where it's at or no it it doesn't emit light really okay i tried (laughs) yeah wait fire eyes doesn't emit light per the rules it doesn't emit light okay so then diego and jenny can't be seduced by its dark side no (laughs) not from here anyway um also uh i can totally see in that room well didn't you you cast light on something so light is on you oh that's right you did cast light <laughs> okay <laughs> booze is fun so <laughs> is fun okay yeah so, so if can... you move in can i can see from the light but you'd have to move in there what did i cast it on i was it no idea <laughs> i vaguely i vaguely remember i thought it was an arrow <laughs> Yeah, you shot. We shot it at the uh, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you it, cast it on my arrow, and I shot it at the guy. So the light isn't coming from you; it's coming from the dead body. Yeah. Oh, but it, that, but okay, then, yeah, it is centered on him. Then it yeah, does, it is. Then Diego should be able to see that, right? Oh, well, also, you can see out of that circle. The, the, also, the reason you're able to see Philip is because you were controlling, Chaubert, um, when we were recording in person. So you're seeing through his eyes. Gotcha. So, so if I take away control of you moving all those, let's see what it does. You have been demoted. <laughs> I can still see them. Barely. They're like on the cusp of it. And you said your character doesn't have any sort of vision at all? Nah, I'm a boring old human. Okay. Man, you're a human in real life. Why do you play that in the game? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If I had... Oh, no. Everyone... Uh, where did... Uh, hey, who turned out the lights? <laughs> I have to take the control yeah. off of Cabal, too. Also, that's what my tattoo said. Yeah, so even w- even if I change into a dire line, a dire line only has low light vision as well. Mm-hmm. So I can't really see. So I guess I'm going to hold my action until I can get clo- until it can come out. Okay. Maybe it'll maybe Jobert will come running out when we'll chase him. Maybe Jobert so I- will hold his action till after I move, so I can cast light on an arrow. But who knows? 
that cheating? Yes. Oh so. my god, now I can't see anything. <laughs> Diego has moved to the opening of the cavern that he can see, and that's about as far as he can go. Because he can't see. Wait, if you're holding your action, can you even move? That's a good question. Not, not, not no. John. If, Cabal. Cabal has the arrows. No, I know. John just moved. If you're holding your action, uh, you can move and ready an action, but if you're holding your action, you would stay put. Okay, I will stay put then. Rewind. Okay, I can't see. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, who turned out the lights? Uh, Alright, that will bring us to Cabal. Okay. So now I'm worried, because we have discussed this, so they can't see at all. So I need to be their shining light. Um... All right, so Cabal, the first thing Cabal's going to do is he's going to bane his weapon, um, naming Undead. And he's going to use his feet of mini shot to ready two arrows. But he is going to, he's going to load them up, pull it back like he's going to shoot, but he's going to wait and hold his action there. Okay. Uh, so just for clarification, uh, Baning your weapon is what type of action? Swift action. Okay. So I'll allow it because it'll still work out even if you were to ban it after your ready to action triggers. So okay. I'll allow it. So it's a flavor bane? Flavor bane. For now. <laughs> okay. That brings us to Jenny. Um, Jenny is blind and cannot see. So she is trying to reach out and she is going to say Cobal Untas, where are you at? Uh, Right here beside you. (laughs) And then I'll do the whole thing where I find him and I touch and I find the the, uh, the arrow. And she's patting me everywhere by the way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's not the right arrow. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but it does have bane on it <laughs> um, and it's barbed <laughs> <laughs> that's diego's he's the it's cat de- <laughs> yeah well, i didn't know how demons did it's for- um forked yeah uh, <laughs> wait too. y'all's isn't <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I'm, I'm gonna try and find his arrow and i'm gonna cast light on the arrow. Okay. Let there be light. All right. Uh, you are lit up. Does that trigger your action? Right. So now, since one of my arrows is lit up, I'm gonna let both of them go and shoot at the at the crypt thing. Okay. All right. So let's see if this hits. Twenty-five. 25, I believe, is a hit. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Oh, okay. So, the light arrow damage is a 3, and the second arrow is a 8. Okay. And what types of arrows are you using? Just regular arrows. <laughs> 
Okay. But they are bane, so I'll roll the bane. I'll roll the bane damage afterwards. Yeah, yeah go ahead and roll okay. the bane damage. Okay. So for bane, five and six. So eleven points of bane damage. Eleven points of bane damage. Actually, it was eleven points of both. <laughs> Darkness impersonating me. All that I see, absolute horror. <laughs> nice. They give you light. Oh, I can see. I can see it. I can see I, it now. I cannot. <laughs> I was gonna say nothing changed for me either. It's because it becomes low light, and humans still can't see in low light. I have low light vision. Yep. So Diego can now go. He will have no problem now. Okay. So you also may not be able to see it because you're too far away. Ah. That may be fair. I Diego can see it. So can Diego go ahead and run in and do an attack? Yes. That was the end of the round anyway. Yes. So it would be if you want to go it would be your turn. It looks like it's 25 feet to get there, so I would only have one shot. Don't blow this opportunity, yo. <laughs> yo. <laughs> so I'm just going to try my unarmed strike on him. Okay. Twenty-five. That's a hit. Eight points of bludgeoning damage, magical. Eight points of bludgeoning <laughs> damage. Does take the damage. And he's still standing. Okay. Anything else from Diego? Can people still get around me? Yeah, it looks like there's a small idea. space uh, or, uh, beside me that people can still get in. I just want to make sure that I'm not blocking people. Mm. Mm. It would be squeezing <laughs> to get through you, so they'd have to move at half speed to get around you. Uh, can I move five foot step and still not still still be okay? Um, my movement is actually much larger. Depending on how you move in, uh, I could say you could go into the square here between you and Chaubert and make it just fine. If you try to move anywhere else, you would provoke an attack of opportunity. Okay, I will go into the square beside Chaubert. Okay. Rhyme. <laughs> so, right. Don't worry, I'll be your body armor, Chaubert. All right. That will bring us to the top of the order with Chaubert. All right. Uh, quick question. So I'm not used to using the <clears throat> magic wands. If I fire off another shot with the magic wand, is it going to be uh, provoking an opportunity to attack there, or do I need to move away? Yes, it would provoke. Okay. So I'll just take a five-foot step over, and I will fire off another shot. So I will do the device. Okay. Ooh, that's a 27. You are able to get the spell to go off again, so roll that range touch attack. Yeah. Uh, 28. 
that's definitely uh, a hit against touch. <laughs> All right. <laughs> is he a sorcerer in his past life? What is going on? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this time it is ooh seven points of damage. Seven points of damage. Okay. Damage is done. Nice. All right. So it is now this crypt thing's turn. Diego and Chaubert, I need you to make will saves. Yeah, go ahead. I got a 24. Okay, that's a pass. Bear got a 16. 16 is also a pass, so you're able to shake off the effect. Ooh, what effect am I shaking off? He was trying to teleport you away. But, since you do shake that off, he kind of freaks out a bit, and so he is going to... Uh, using quickened meta magic to do this as a swift action, he is going to teleport over here in front of Jenny and Cabal. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't see. Wait, no, Can I you do see him, see him now. Yeah, the arrow is stuck in him, right? Yeah. Do you see him? I see nothing. <laughs> it looks very bright from me. I can see him over there. The two arrows are blinding. Okay. Now can you see? I can see. So, I mean, that's going to freak... I can't see, and all of a sudden I can see with a monster. <laughs> Just right in front of you? Yep, nope. She yells, ching Ow. <laughs> and uh, as he pops up there, I need... Uh, well, yeah, as he pops up there, I will need Jenny and Cabal to make a little save. Oh no! Ten. That's a fail. Oh, welcome to my world. <laughs> Twenty. Twenty. So only Jenny uh, fails, and this is its aura effect. So you are frightened for two rounds. Two rounds of frightened. Okay. So, so for the listeners that don't know what frightened means, can you explain that? Yeah. <laughs> it means My friend doesn't know what that means. Right. If you could explain it to them. <laughs> Somebody's going to be running. Ginny just ruined her choice. So, frightened is a fun one. Uh, a frightened creature... Where'd you go? There it is. A frightened creature flees from the source of its fear as best as it can. If it is unable to flee, it may fight. Uh, a, flight, a, a frightened creature takes a minus two penalty on all attack rolls, saving throws, skill checks, and ability checks. Frightened creature can use special abilities, including spells, to flee. Uh, the creature must use such means if they are if it is their only way to escape. So a frightened creature like is like shaken, except that the creature must flee if possible. So I got to go. Yeah, for two rounds, you're going to try to get as far away from this thing as possible. Two rounds, damn. Mm-hmm. So, wait. If I peace out, does that mean the light goes away? 
the light will still be there as you run away. Now, do I have to wait my turn to run away, or...? Yes. Okay. All right, so this thing tries to teleport Chaubert and Diego away. They both shake that off. It, being confused by their strong will, teleports away itself right in front of Cabal and Ginny. Ginny, who is in the darkness, now sees this ugly-ass creature right in her face, popping up out of nowhere, and is reasonably frightened. And it happens to be Jenny's turn. Uh, peace out, y'all. <laughs> Jenny is casting Dimension Door and going back with her Triceratops. Adios. Damn. The Damn. one character that has actual Dimension Door to get, like, super far away. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, so you're out completely. I'm gone. I'm outside the cave, uh, and then my dinosaur is just wondering, what the hell? What the hell, man? He just popped up <laughs> right beside the dinosaur. Basically. Like, where you been, bitch? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so Jenny is off the map. Alright, and that will bring us to Cabal. Okay. So Cabal peed himself a little bit too when the guy showed up right behind him. I uh, still wasn't touching Cabal, right? I mean, were you groping me that whole time? I mean, that, that's <laughs> totally up to you if you wanted to be groping him the whole time. I don't think that I was, but if I was, he would have come with me. Now, you touched his arrow last. Cool. The bar. Yeah. All right. Remember? Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> touched his um, penis first so what... and then the arrow. <laughs> right. Yeah. That was the order. Um, so this again, <laughs> and then I left just for good measure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Cabal is going to take a five foot step to the south to get one square away from this guy, and he will ready his arrows again, but this time with the blunt arrows. Okay. Oh yeah. So he'll he'll ready both arrows. That's a one. Uh oh. All right. Roll to so confirm. Let's see. That is a fifteen. That is a fumble. Ooh. Oh no! <laughs> so, let's see what your fumble is. It's not piercing, thank God. <laughs> I'm just gonna knock myself out. That's all. <laughs> Gonna hit yourself with a boxing glove arrow. <laughs> yeah. Hit me with that one two combo. Right. Alright. Fumble. Well, it's a ranged attack, so. I mean, that's not so bad. Your ranged attack is double miss. You use twice as much ammunition on this attack. So both of those arrows went flying in this. Nice. Okay. I'm not mad at it. I'm mad I missed it, but I'm not mad that I didn't like hurt myself or one of you guys or something. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's a lame ranged fumble. So, do you got any other attacks? Um, I'm five foot steps, so I, yeah, I guess I do get another attack. So, but this one I can only use one arrow. 
So I'll, I'll equip the blunt again. Okay. And that's a 16 to hit. That's a miss. <sighs> Stupid dice. All right, well, then Cabal is done. I said Cabal must have gotten really scared by this thing. Firing arrows willy-nilly everywhere. Mm-hmm. He's got those Jobert dice going. What's going on? <laughs> right. Did, did oh, y'all damn. switch dice while you were at the... <laughs> yeah, did I pick up your dice? <laughs> Come get these. Uh, all right. Uh, Diego. I'm going to follow the light because, you know, he teleported away and he is the light source. So that means that I'm going to run the 25 feet to be right beside him and I am going to attack him Um, I'm going to attempt to use a stunning fist okay okay that is a 30 to hit a 30 is a hit and he's got to make a fortitude save no he doesn't oh crap (laughs) well (laughs) on to the damage (laughs) (laughs) Auto fail, I like it. Yeah, <laughs> nothing to stun inside that brain. Ain't a lot yeah. there. I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> he, he don't have no brain. <laughs> he got no brains. So that is eight points of magical bludgeoning damage. Eight points of damage. At least now that he has light, I can track him. Let there be light. Okay. That will bring us back around to Showbear. All right, so everybody's kind of moved out of the chamber from where Chaubert, you know, where they first encountered this thing. So Chaubert's going to try to use all his movement speed, I guess. He's to move up and over to get just outside the chamber and just outside the action and try to fire off this wand again. All right. So let's see. Oh, damn. That's a 12. That is a fail. Bummer. Fizzle, fizzle. Fizzle, fizzle. All right. Uh, it is this creature's turn, the crypt thing. Uh, he is going to, uh, first of all, uh, Diego make a will save for being in its aura. 20. You're fine. Uh, and then is going to slash at you twice with its claws. Ow, claw off. Break out my claws. <laughs> That's a 16 to hit, which I'm sure is a miss. That is a miss. And then a 26 to hit. Oh, that hits. Oh, even with your new bracers? Yep, he clawed me. And that is nine points of damage. He doesn't do a ton of damage. But he's strong, he can hit. So after this round, can Ginny try to come back? Yes, this will be the second round. So the next round you can come back. Yeah, but she got a long way to go to get back, so. and it will take a five-foot step away for its last bit of movement. Jenny, uh, so this is your second round of running away, kissing Pablo like. <laughs> yep. Uh, so I'm gonna get on my dinosaur. <laughs> get on my dinosaur, and then I'm gonna start charging. You know, taking off. Okay. I'm running. Run away. Cabal. All right. So Cabal will take a five-foot step to his left to get a little bit, kind of a little bit farther away from that thing, and then equip two blunt arrows again. Go for it. 18. 
That is a miss. Golly. All right. Well, then for my second action, I'll try to equip one blunt arrow. That is a 26. That's a hit. Okay. Thank the Lord. At least I'm doing some damage. All right. So regular blunt damage would be six. And bane damage would be six as well. So 12 total. Yep. He's still standing. All right. I guess that's all for Cabal. All righty. <laughs> that one too. Uh, Diego. All right. So Diego is going to run or do a five foot step towards the creature. And now he can do a flurry of blows. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. Get her. 25. That's a hit. For seven points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. 26. That's a hit. For 11 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. And a 25. Also a hit. For 8 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. This one may not work. That was a 16. That one's a miss. Nah. Okay. But you killed it with the second one. I just want to see how much extra damage you were going to do. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Die, beach. <laughs> so you got it down to negative 19. I was just going to see how much further you were going to go. <laughs> you killed the crypt thing. So since Jenny's not here, she doesn't know how to know about any of this loot they're about to get. Aha! <laughs> <laughs> Well, if we're still in initiative order, you don't know what I'm about to do. We're not. You can dimension door back if you want to. <laughs> okay. That's what I was going to do. I was going to dimension door back um, and then like like way ahead of me so I could see where the creature was and then ram him with my with my triceratops. Oh, damn. That would be, be cool. I'm going <laughs> to pull the light arrow out of this creature. I'm going to use that. <laughs> like a flashlight? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I will say that there really isn't any, anything else down here to loot or really find. I know that one thing I do want to do is light a torch. Light a torch. So you get some light other than the arrow. Also, now there's a dinosaur with me. <laughs> Pablo! Um, actually, I, I said there wasn't really much to, to look at down here. But if you go back into that little cavern area, the abandoned camp with the dead bodies and stuff in it... Um, there are a few things to find down here. Well, I'll take the light and go into there. Should we ever do a little searching around? Okay, roll your perceptions. 21. 29. Oh. Oh, hello, plus 12. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Diego got a plus 24. Cabal's <laughs> perception is just like... Basically, he's on Fixer Up where he's like, I could see the bones of this place and what it could be in the future. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, was it flipper, flipper flop? <laughs> <laughs> um, so here, as I mentioned before, there are some like um, books and things scattered all around uh, on the floor. As you look through some of these books, 
you see that some of them have notes in them. Um, and these notes seem to talk about um, ancient and like old blasphemous religions. It talks about the dark tapestry, it talks about the great old ones, monsters from other dimensions, and magical portals. Hmm. That's weird. A lot of the notes in here are also written in Aklo, uh, so it's hard to tell what a lot of these things are talking about. You are able to see a couple of things that even in Aklo, you can kind of make out what they're trying to say. Um, the two main words you hear or see here are the Sunless Grove and Keepers of the Oldest. You also see on one of the books that same symbol that Jenny saw outside painted on the wall. Alright, so then what's what's next? Uh, that is it from down here. So if you want to make your way back to the surface, that would be the next step. <laughs> oh, thank God. Thank God. <laughs> I don't even why, know why I dimension doored back if we're just going <laughs> to walk afraid I'm missing out on that sweet, sweet loot. Yeah, that's what it was. She's a soldier. She don't need material things. But she'll take them. So in one of the empty beds, though, Shaver's just going to tuck a gold coin under it and under the pillow for any any adventurer who comes by. Just because. Just because. It's a little luck. I thought that was a recon- uh, you know, reconciliation for killing no, somebody. No, it's, it's more of a luck thing of because uh, his god is Yaren, who, who's very much luck and so you know if he can bring somebody a little luck down the road where they're where they find a gold piece so be it are you a leprechaun <laughs> yes actually <laughs> i'm the leprechaun i'm the leprechaun all right make your way back up uh the long stairwell uh it was much easier going down 800 feet of stairs than it is to go up 800 feet of stairs. But when you make it back up to the street level, you notice that this area of the, the slipper market, which was other than, you know, the, the crows, which were the, the, you know, the, the town guard uh, milling about, it was pretty much kind of dead up here when you went down below but now you are starting to see the streets are starting to fill up with worried citizens. People are trying to basically pack up their homes and try to get out of Carrie and the Hill as quickly as possible. Uh, down the way a little bit, there's a um, like a, a stable where people are trying to get horses to get out of town and creating mobs and things like that. And as you, you get up to the you know, as you as you get out, outside, one of the crows comes up to you and say, oh, "I'm so happy to see you. Uh, things have gotten crazy out here. The, the the word of what has been happening with the this monsters destroying the city has gotten out to the people here and uh, caused chaos. Uh, um, did you did you find answers?" don't know that we found all the answers we didn't find the main problem i don't think but we 
we found a few things that there's some clues for sure. Also, how many languages uh, do you speak? Like two. Why do you ask? What are they? Uh, common and dwarven. Not good. Do you got like anybody who can um, speak? Uh, what's it called again? Aklo. Aklo. I, I I don't know for sure, but um, the mayor's the mayor's advisor the, is pretty well versed in other languages and other magics. So um, maybe they'll be able to help you with whatever language you're trying to interpret. All right, I'm already distrusting of this guy. Uh, I haven't met him. I don't know him. But when you say mayor's assistant, I automatically think of <laughs> Oh, it's funny you mention that because when we came out, I wanted to be like, we came, we saw, we kicked his ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and this guy also says, oh, and uh, by the way, the, the, the mayor uh, would like you, you to go see him as, uh, uh, as soon as possible. So uh, you, you want to head back to the manor? Is he packing too? No, he, he's trying to keep people calm, uh, and so all of the the crows are on uh, mob duty, so he really needs you to continue investigating. Doesn't look like he's doing a very good job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look, there's only so much we can do. Half of our half of our crew is dead, so we're doing what we can. All I'm hearing is excuses. <laughs> look, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> We don't need you coming in here telling us how to do our jobs. <laughs> so on that note, do y'all go see the uh, the mayor? Yeah, we'll go tickle him. Yeah, we'll go take a look at him. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Mayor. Ignore the whiskers. All right, so you make it back to Crown Manor, where you see the the mayor. Um, ah, my friends, well, welcome back. So, um, as, as far as this, uh, creature goes, uh, we, we can confirm that it is invisible. So, we can put that rumor to rest, it's actually true. Uh, that's about all the extra information that we have. We've been dealing with, um, uh, uh, panic and mobs. Um, so, my crows here are the ones trying to maintain that and keep the people here in town. Um, so, uh, what, what did you find? Mayor, we need someone who speaks Aklo. I'm going to bottom line it, bottom line it with you. Aklo. Um, Aklo. I think maybe. Margaret. Margaret. Yes, sir. Maverick, is Aklo one of the languages that you speak? Well, I speak a derivative of Aklo. So, are you saying yes? What is this Aklo uh, that you, you need me to interpret? Some of the Can we repeat some of the words that we saw from the notes in the cave where the flaming eyes creature was 
I say we just show him the uh, the whole thing, the book. All, although, I mean, Jenny is not going to trust him with this. I'm not going to hand him this book that almost got us killed. Yeah, I would say no on that. Because, yeah. I mean, it's it, to me, it's a little sus that he is speaking Aklo. What do we know about Aklo? Is that... Do we is is that a com like not common but is it abnormal for somebody to know Aklo? I know it's a monster language. Oh, and I know that because I just said it. I didn't know it's monster language. Uh, Aklo is a language found in the Darklands, mostly spoken by serpent folk. That's how I I recognized it because of my serpent lineage. Yeah, it is also spoken in Tianja. So, um, did you uh? Um, did you have something that you wanted me to interpret all, um... Well, yes, first, how did you come to speak... How did you come to learn Aklo? Um, I spent some time in Tianja. So can can we show him the book, but still, like, do a... a, a... Sense Mm -hmm. motive on his Tianja. Okay, I'll sense motive on him. Okay. Oh, mine's bad. Ten. Twenty-seven. <laughs> Ooh, that's my boy. Twenty-seven. That's kind of what I do, you know. <laughs> I'll be sensing motives out here. I'm looking real <laughs> quick, see if there's anything else important from him. Okay. So, you can tell that uh, Margaret has a curiosity about this. Um, well, that, have you shown him the book? No, I think we showed him like the cover, maybe. Well, we can't get inside of it. You haven't tried. Exactly. (laughs) Or we haven't tried. Yeah. Well, I mean, we don't know if like the instructions are on like the back cover or whatever. Um, Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out you're you're trying to do sense motive autumn. And all he said is he spent time in Tianja, um, which. Is the truth. Is true. Um, I think we should try to open this book. I mean, we can hand it to him and see if he knows how. Is it a... We hand it to him and he just teleports away. Like, we found your monster. (laughs) (laughs) Follow that guy. Yeah, I think we we let him see with his hand... With his eyes, not with his hands, you know? Okay, so you hold up the book and he sees the this big thick book with these insect like clasps on the sides Uh. as soon as he sees it can we do another sense motive because I want to see if you know it lights up something in his face you know he gives something away in his face I got a 16 for sense motive I got crap so Seven. So at most you'll see is he kind of squints his eyes as if to try to read the writing on the front of the book. Um, but other than that, his expression doesn't change. You, he's very intently trying to read the letters. You've got it so far away from him that he's struggling to read it. He's an old man. But are we able to open it? Uh, that would be a disabled device. Jobe, you're up. All right. 
I'm gonna check for traps first. Can you check for arcane traps? Uh, yeah, actually, I can. Okay, cool. Jobert, I got a 15 in disabled device. So that's an aid. Got 33 uh, plus his aid. All right, so you are easily able to open the. It's like. It's not a lock. You don't have to, like, try to pick it or anything. It's just these clasps are on there um, really, really well. So you have to figure out the mechanism to open it. Okay. And you're able to, to figure that out. You can tell that this is a very ingenious device to try to keep people out of lower intelligence. Like those two dipshits we left back in the... <laughs> <laughs> So people have to be smart enough to open this lock or it's not going to open kind of thing. Um, so as you do get this open, you see more ACLO written uh, inside. Um, more stuff that you can't really read. And Margaret just says, Ah, I've, I've heard of these. These are the narcotic manuscripts. May I spend some time studying this to understand the language within? No. That is a hard no from Jenny. You can stay too. Unless one of you unless one of you can um convince me otherwise, I am not letting this book go. All right, so we're going to sense motive on this. Oh, sense motive on that. <laughs> He's got 25. On me? No, not you. On him. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely on oh. you. <laughs> He's absolutely you. <laughs> so 23 for sense motive on him. He's Ooh. very interested in, in reading this book. Um, like in a weird way? As in, he seeks knowledge, and this is new knowledge. No, I'm going to say, look, it. we just found this with a guy that tried to kill us, so I'm not letting it go. So, you can... No, 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 no. You you misunderstand. It is not leaving I, my sight. I, I, I just wish for time to be able to interpret the markings. This is a very ancient text and is written in a dialect that I didn't read, so I can't just read it right now. I need time to study it. I mean... Uh, you are welcome to stay with me as I study it. Cabal, what do you think? I, I'm not really getting too many bad vibes of this guy. I think maybe if we stay with him and while he studies it, we might be alright. What do you think? Yeah, I'm not sensing anything. But yeah, I definitely agree we should stay here with him. Don't let him take it by itself. Yeah, definitely. Is that, is that amenable to you? Is that... If we, if we stay, if we, if one of us stays with you at all times while you, while you look at this book. Yes, yes, of course. I could potentially even, um, I could potentially even uh, teach you words in Aklo moving forward. That would be great. Because knowledge is power. Do do do. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, knowledge is indeed power. See, I thought it was uh, knowing is half the battle. (laughs) 
sometimes. That is true. The power of gray skull. No, <laughs> so, uh, so you, where, where did you locate this book? I don't know. I couldn't see nothing. In the depths below, we saw. In the depths below, we saw this creature studying this book very curiously. Yes. And underneath the house, I got attacked. Him. Yes, underneath that house. I see. So under, in the lower depths of Carrion Hill, um, perhaps it has been many years since I've been in the lower depths of the city. Were you perhaps in a place that was once a shrine of Eridan. Yes, yes, it was. there's trees and water. Ah, you found yourself within the Sunless Grove. Okay. That rings a bell. <laughs> this is... This is a place of very uh, mystical uh, power. Uh, quickly, as, as I flip through these uh, pages here... Uh, could you please tell me if you notice any of the, um, if you notice anything that sticks out to you yes. from what you have seen? He starts flipping through the pages. As he goes through, there's one page with that big spiral on it again. The not for asthma spiral. That, not for asthma it. spiral. Uh, I see. So uh, if I am interpreting these words, Correctly, uh, this is in correlation to the old gods. Um, does the name Yog Sototh mean anything to you? As he says so questioningly, and he <laughs> kind of lowers his glasses. Is he relation to the Absalom Sotoths? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Uh, Yog Sototh um, is a um, well. I believe we are dealing with an elder god. Yeah. Like for real, for real. Like he's gonna get us. Like we are about to fight a god. Um, unless I am misinterpreting stuff. Uh, this is this is why I I I need more time. But in the meantime, um. Yes? You say we're about to fight a god, but I think maybe they're about to fight a god. Are you talking about me? Oh, you, you guys. Is <laughs> fighting the old gods, is that um something that you have done before? Uh, no. Well, I guess there's a first time for everything. When you say old gods... What religion are you talking about? I refer to the gods of the dark tapestry. Like space? You could say that. The the darkness that is between the stars and the heavens. Yo, we're about to fight some fucking aliens. <laughs> so, um, do you think you are up for this challenge? Bring it. Well... I, I, I tell you what, I uh, stay with me. I will 
work on interpreting these pages and um, we will get you the information that you need um, <laughs> next week. <laughs> I have to stay a whole week in this town? Well, you know what? <laughs> Since everyone's leaving, there's right. looting to be done. <laughs> Who says looting's going to happen already? They come back to their homes later. <laughs> Why is everything gone? <laughs> We just have like all these. Who stole my spatula? <laughs> right. I didn't get these somewhere. Yeah. I don't know where these came from. Is that is that my hat? Is that my jacket? No. <laughs> it fully yeah. says on the name, back, like on the back, <laughs> a little tag in the front just says his name. It's like uh, maybe rip, rip it off. No. Yeah.